In this presentation, we will take a look at the refundable portion of the American Opportunity Credit. This information can be found in Publication 970. Refundable part of the credit. 40% of the American Opportunity Credit is refundable for most taxpayers. However, if you were under age 24 at the end of 2018 and the conditions listed below apply to you, you can't claim any part of the American Opportunity Credit as refundable credit on your tax return. Instead, your allowed credit, figured on 8863 Part 2, will be used to reduce your tax as a non-refundable credit. So in essence, we've seen a few examples in prior presentations of the tax return. You'll recall that if we have our test 1040, then the credits are actually down here on line 12 part of the credit and then on line uh, uh, 17C with form 8863. So the refundable portion is this portion. And note that again, we calculate the refundable portion even if it's basically not acting as a refundable credit in the sense we normally would, which means that the credit would go below zero. So what it means to be refundable typically is that the credit, uh, if we have a liability of zero, then the refundable portion would still result in a refund, in quotes, or money to us, even though we had a liability that's down, it's gone below zero. So we're getting money back with nothing paid in. We calculate the refundable portion even if it's not taking the liability down to zero, breaking out the credit to its two components here, one on line 12 typically, one on line 17. That portion is broken out in 8863 form, form 8863, where we have the refundable portion broken out. So in this case, the total credit is on line 7. And then we have the refundable portion being 40% of the credit so the total credit it could have been 2500 in this case it's limited for an agi limitation so it's only maximum credit of 1875 the refundable portion is the 750 or 40 percent of the full potential credit and then the and then the difference is going to be the the non-refundable portion of the credit the and of course the 1125 and the 750 add up to the 1875 of this amount the 1125 will be on form on schedule 3 there which will also pull over to the 1040 as we can see on line 12 and then uh, the other portion the refundable portion line 17 C back to the text uh, you don't qualify for a refund if items 1 uh, a B or C two and three apply to you so number one you were a under age 18 and notice we have an or here so a b or c so you were under the age of 18 at the end of 2018 or age 18 at the end of 2018 and your earned income defined below was less than one half of your support defined below or C, over age 18 and under age 24 at end of 2018 and a full-time student defined below and your earned income defined below was less than one half of your support defined below. Two, at least one of your parents was alive at the end of 2018. Three, you are filing a return as single, head of household, qualified widow, widower, or married filing separately for 2018. 
earned income so what is earned income earned income includes wages salaries professional fees and other payments received for personal services actually performed earned income includes the part of any scholarship or fellowship grant that represents payment for teaching research or other services performed by the student that are required as condition for receiving scholarship or fellowship grant earned income doesn't include so note when we think of earned income uh, we're typically thinking of things like the W-2 type of income, but uh, so there's many, but of course there's many things that possibly could qualify as earned income because income for the IRS is actually defined as what doesn't qualify. But typically with, we would think about the, the W-2 income being the most common earned income. And now we'll get into uh, things that aren't included. So back to the text. Earned income doesn't include that part of the compensation for personal services rendered to a corporation which represent a distribution of earnings or profit rather than, so no distribution of earnings or profits. So it's, it's a profit distribution uh, that, that might not be part of earned income rather than a reasonable allowance as compensation for personal services actually rendered. So note, if we're talking about something that you might think of it as more kind of like passive income, where we put in an investment, possibly like dividends or interest, and we're getting something returned, in this case, return of earnings or profit. And if it's if it's a type of business that we're engaged in, like we're doing the work for, like a, a sole proprietor, or if we're an employee of a corporation, then we might get paid, you know, we might have earned income in that situation. However, if we have money passively invested in something like a corporation, and we get, say, a dividend, an earnings, part of earnings distributed to us, well, we may not have actually kind of earned it in the sense of labor earnings. It's more of a passive earnings, and that may not be included in the in what is called earned income. Back to the text. If you are a sole proprietor or a partner in a trade or business in which both personal services and capital are material income producing factors, earned income also includes a reasonable allowance for compensation for personal services, not more than 30% of your share of net profits from the trade or business after subtracting the deduction for one half of self-employment tax however if capital isn't an income producing factor your personal service produced the business the 30 percent limit doesn't apply support your support includes food shelter clothing medical and dental care education and the like so this we're looking at the definition of support what does it mean for support and back to the text, generally the amount of the item of support will be the amount of expenses incurred by the one furnishing such item. If the item of support is in the form of property or lodging, measure the amount of such item of support by its fair market value. So obviously if, if the support is in terms of dollars that were paid, it's pretty easy to measure you know, what the support was. But if it's in some other format, such as housing, such as lodging, then we have to take what we would call the fair market value a little bit more difficult we could have to do some type of estimation to get that what would it be sold for in a market setting back to the text however a scholarship received by you isn't considered support if you are a full-time student so if you're a full-time student and you get a scholarship that's not considered a support you can see publication 501 for more details that's on the irs.gov website publication or pub 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 501 
Full-time student definition. You are a full-time student for 2018 if during any part of the five calendar months during the year you were enrolled as a full-time student at an eligible educational institution defined earlier or took a full-time on-farm training course given by such an institution or by state, county, or local government. Claiming the credit. You claim the American Opportunity Credit by completing Form 8863, as we've seen in the example here. So, of course, 8863 is our credit, is the American Opportunity and Lifetime Learning Credit. Notice they're kind of packaged together in one form. Uh, so, if you basically, the idea being that you're going to go for the American Opportunity Credit, and if you don't get that one, then you go for the Lifetime Learning Credit uh, on the same form. Back to the text and submitting it with Form 1040, which is, of course, the standard tax return. Enter the non-refundable part of the credit on uh, Schedule 3. So if we go back here, obviously, we're going to say, all right, we had that non-refundable and refundable business. The non-refundable portion, this portion here, is then going to be reported on Schedule 3. So that's going to be an added schedule, new item, to the form 1040 in 2018 we have line 50 education credits from form 8863 line 19 is that 1125 back to the text enter the refundable part of the credit on form 1040 line 17c so again if the refundable portion of course is going to be as we saw this item which is going to be 40 percent of uh, the credit in this case 750 it's going to go, as you can see here, 1040 line 17C. Here's the 1040. Scrolling down, we see line 17C, which is the refundable credits. C sane form 8863. There's the 750. And then pulls over to line 17 here, which would include the other items that were refundable. Earned income credit, child tax credit.